Welcome to our weekly leadership call. My name is Josh Clark. I will be your host, and I also have the privilege of serving as your Vice President of Sales for Neolife North America. Now, before we get started, I'd like to uh, just welcome everybody to our uh, leadership call, especially our brand, those of you who are brand new and just joined this past week. Welcome, welcome. So glad to have you all with us. And uh, we are just, I uh, apologize, we're a couple minutes behind and a couple little challenges, technology challenges, but um, we are up and broadcasting it, I believe, now. So I'm going to just uh, check, make sure. If you don't, for some reason, you don't hear me, please do me a favor and uh, text me if for any reason audio is not coming through. Um, we should be good now, those of you. Uh, if I'm not, let me know. But we should be live here, uh, broadcasting live now. All right. Well, again, thank you so much for uh, for being with us. Again, I want to say again, shout out to all of our brand new promoters. Just got started this past week. I see the leaderboard is changing daily as uh, new promoters, new club members are joining the Neo Life Wellness Club. And uh, again, this call, for those of you who are new, this call is for business builders, for new promoters. So welcome to specifically to the new promoters. All right, folks. Well, I am really excited to. Uh, to recognize um, special guests I have with me, um, Lawrence and Marjorie Clark. Um, I'm going to ask them to uh, unmute here. Let me make sure that we are – you unmute yourself, Mom and Dad? Yes. We can hear you. Awesome. Good. And uh, we can hear you. You're looking great. All right. Let me just um, – before we jump in this interview, now that I know that we are here and uh, audio video is working, let me just give a quick introduction uh, really, folks, I think this, this couple we have with us today probably doesn't need a lot of introduction, um, but I will say that it's an honor and a privilege for me um, to have uh, the opportunity to, to interview our number one IPT, who are not only our number one IPT, but they're also my parents. So um, super blessed to, uh, to get to uh, uh, have all these years of learning from them, um, learning their, picking up their wisdom experience in this business. They've been in um, direct sales and network marketing now for, um, well, about 30, I guess, 32 years, probably, 32, 33 years, and uh, been with Neolife for a majority of those years. And so uh, we're going to jump in in a minute, hear a little bit of their story, and then ask them to quickly get into sharing with us how they've built such a large organization. Um, they have built... Um, a business that's spanned over many decades. They have what I think we all want. Uh, we want not only residual income, uh, you know, a big business, but residual income and a solid business, a solid business that will allow us to have confidence in providing for our families for the future, uh, a business that we can, we can share with others and have confidence that they too can enjoy a business um, with longevity. And when I think about that, I think about just this past week, I, I met a couple from a um, – a company called, um, well, I'll say it, Advocare, that um, you know people built, were thinking they were building a future with, and fat woke up one morning and found out they had no future. And so, um, you know, I think we get to hear a little bit about that, why my parents chose this company, and um, how that investment has paid off for many, many decades. Um, and speaking of it paying off, they, again, were number one IPT, but not only were they number one IPT in, in this year at convention just weeks ago, but they also had the number two international presence team in their team, and uh, they had uh, three of the top ten world team. They had um, one of the top five rising stars. They had three of the uh, top ten Achievers Club, and um, they also um, had uh, challenge champions. They had three of the uh, challenge champions were in their organization. So in terms of impact, um, I think that, that says a lot. So. Mom and Dad, thank you so much for being with us. So excited to, uh, for the world to get to hear your story. Thank okay. you. <laughs> thank you, Josh. We, can't, we like to claim the fame that you're our son more than being number one. <laughs> well, thank you, Mom and, and I, Dad. And when you said um, you wanted to hear more about how we chose Neolive, in a way, I feel like Neolive chose us. <laughs> I'm just grateful. It's a yeah. real blessing these almost 29 years. Well, we're working on our 29th year. That's amazing. Love me. I'm just so grateful. Anyway. 
Well, let's jump right in. Um, Mom, can you begin uh, sharing with us how did this story, how did this story begin? Well, it actually started when I only had two little children, and you were, I don't know, probably four or five years old. And I, you know, it started with a dream that was bigger than myself, bigger than my physical limitations of missing a kidney, spleen, and adrenal. It was bigger than my my own uh, mental abilities because I had been a French education major, and I did a lot of raising the children I did, you know, my best, you know, counting 1 to 20 with toddlers doesn't exactly prepare you on one hand for business. So, you know, but I had a dream. I wanted, I read Proverbs 31, and it inspired me to want a, a business, just something small. I wasn't thinking, well, I was thinking big. I remember telling Josh, I'm telling Lawrence, when I just had two, that I wanted a business that was going to support us. And he laughed. Because it's like, I mean, my time's consumed with little children, right? And I'm missing, I'm missing organs, and I wasn't in very good health. And yeah, I know it seems silly, but I was convinced that I was going to have one, and I that's what started my search. Um, so I did go on. I think on baby number five, at my worst health, actually, I started a business, and I started seeing how it was affecting you and Caleb and how y'all as little children, eight and six, started dreaming of your own business. And I did have a little business. And that little business actually found Neolife. And from there, I mean, of course, you know, Lawrence and I together it went beyond a little business. <laughs> so yes, anyway, has. that's how it started. <laughs> you know, you can have dreams that are beyond you and they can happen. They don't happen by yourself, but they happen. You just have to hang in there wow. and keep searching and knocking and opening doors and, and just, I, I'm just, I think the journey has just been amazing. Well, I think that is um, amazing to think about, you know, a mother start, you starting the business as a mother of 10 children, uh, missing organs, and uh, and yet not not allowing that to be a limitation to hold you back, but um, but as you said, dreaming about a a better way of life, uh, dreaming about you know having a business that could have an impact and could also have an impact not only on others but also on your children. And certainly, I know as the oldest of the ten, I can say it's had a huge impact on on the family and the children, all of us children. So so thank you, thank you for not looking at what you didn't have uh, or what were the limitations, but instead looking at what was possible. And um, so, you know, I know that a lot of people know your story, but there are, all, are also new people joining every day. Um, maybe you want to quickly touch on how um, it, it led to transforming your health, and then we'll get into building the business. If you or dad want to touch on that. Well, I mean, obviously, but when I, well, I actually you know, I had a sledding accident when I was 15, a snow sledding accident. And as a result, I lost a kidney, spleen, and adrenal, and they told me not to have more than two children. And so when we got married, um, we weren't planning on having more than two children, and we immediately had two by surprise. And then I wanted a big family, and, and another doctor said if I had a big family, a huge risk, I'd lose my kidney. And by the seventh, I was in bad shape, and... It looked like I was heading towards losing my kidney. I was in pain on a regular basis. And, you know, we ground our own wheat and made our own bread and we organic garden and we had goats and chickens and we did everything we could dietary-wise to protect my health, and yet I was still declining. And so when we came across Neolife, we, we didn't expect my health to turn around. We were just hoping to find something that would possibly delay the decline, maybe plateau me at where I was at. And, I mean, it was actually pretty phenomenal that, so anyway, I tried the product, and within a week, my energy levels started stabilizing, and a month or two later, I started waking up not in kidney pain, and I thought, okay, um, what is in this? And, but it was just products that work. You know, it's, what they say is on the label really is in there. And, and so it was helpful. It gave me, I mean, I still ate impeccable, but it just gave me that edge I needed to start improving. And my last three pregnancies in my 40s were better than in my 20s and 30s. 
And ultimately, I went on to, to improve my health to actually run a half marathon a few years ago. And so, so that, you know, just even in the beginning, the changes, it's, a, it's what helped me personally to be all in because I saw that these actually did work and that people needed them. And also, for my health to come back that I never expected, I, I really wasn't sure I was going to live for my kids to grow up. And so, because and I know it's crazy to be having all these children. And, and anyway, so, so I was all in. And, and I knew I owed it to share these products. I have to share them. It's, I'm, I'm committed. It's like in the fiber of my being. I don't know how to explain it. And so we did go on to share. It became, I don't know, all-consuming. I mean, the Lord's first and then my children and then whatever's left over. People ask me sometimes, well, would, you know, do you have free time for yourself? Well, free time is up there in number one, seeking the Lord first and being in his word. And then after that, my free time, any free time, it is Neil life. I'm just grateful. Because it's fun. It is fun. The people just. I love the people we work with. I mean, Absolutely. they're just family. Can't get That's a better awesome. hobby. <laughs> and Especially how? It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how has this transformed not only your health but your your life? And you just touched on some of that. But what what have you seen um, in terms of you know lifestyle and all that changed as a result of well, this business? After my health, or really right in there with my health, is I was just so impressed with how it affected my children. Just how when you were 13 years old, you go to sleep listening to, to um, sales tapes and stories by other distributors and promoters, and, you know, it just started your brain even churning more. You know, you were kind of, it gave, it gave you direction on how to improve yourself from a very young age. And, and it passed on down through all the other children. And, and I, when I look at the outcome of all my children, I mean, pretty much all of them have that, well, probably all of them have an entrepreneurial streak. And even if their streak is that entrepreneurialness is a little less, they still know how to conduct themselves in business and make sales. Even the ones that don't want to be entrepreneurs, it's hilarious to me that they're out there in sales dr- dramatically um, improving themselves, and even going to the top of their, their companies in sales. I just find that hilarious, but or, or awesome, actually. And, and yeah. also just, I mean, it was fun all the trips. We would never have gone on all those trips on our own. But, but we were able to do so many things with all of y'all, take some of you to other countries, travel across the U.S., see the, see the wonders of America. You know, so many people never even see those, and yet, you saw them all the way down to our youngest. We made sure that we repeated some of those those trips so that all of y'all got the benefits. Um, anyway, what do you want to add? <laughs> you know, when we when we got married, we were headed towards having no kids. So I am glad God is able to do exceedingly above what we ask or think. Uh, you know, and and uh, when we started with the products. Like Marjorie said, we didn't think they would help her because nobody ate better than us. I mean, literally, no sugar in her house, never ate out, you know. Everything was from scratch. She ground her own wheat, made bread, you know. She was a, but even with all of that, she was the first to get sick, the last to get well. And like she said, sometimes could hardly walk to the mailbox. And so, you know, another one of those surprises of God that her health turned around because, you know, these products are so darn amazing, and uh, and so you, you you know that's your most important physical asset is your health. And there's nothing you know that we could do for Neolife that could repay that gift of health that God used Neolife to give us and our family. Because when one person's sick, it affects everybody in the family. And you know that's what we love about this business is we can change not only individuals but family. Yeah, and so we just love it. And I think that's a great segue into um, talking about now transitioning into what have you guys done to to build a business? And let me ask you, what is one of the one of the ingredients that that you believe is needed to to build a large business like you and 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 you guys have built? Well, yeah. I think it's I think essential for making an impact in any area of our lives. Boldness is involved. Confidence. You just have to have it. And and you know. Uh, 
you know, to, to be able to talk to people, you know, to, to ask them questions, to find out what's happening in their lives so that we can see where to, uh, to help, help them out with Neolife and, and, and any other way we can help them. And so, but you have to have that boldness if you want to impact other people. You have to step out and, and you know, and at least ask questions of people and meet people. And, you know, of course, you know, you, you see in the Bible, that's one of the things the disciples pray for was boldness. And, you know, and, and we need it in this business. You know, we're not facing lions like the early Christians were in jail, but we need boldness, a lot of us, especially people like me that grew up with, by myself, in essence, with my mom being the only family adult around me, and she was given to alcohol, so I was by myself a lot. And, and I'm, I have to, you know, I have to battle shyness. I have to keep quoting that verse to myself that Paul told Timothy to help him. And he said, you've not been given that spirit of timidity. That's not of God. But you've been given a spirit of boldness and love and soundness of mind. And so those principles are important in this business of having boldness, which because you love people, and then learning to get that soundness of mind, those skills, and that wisdom to help people. You know, you mentioned um, a quote by Elizabeth Martin the other day, and uh, maybe you want to share that. Yes. How that ties Yeah, in. you know, she, yeah, it does. It says if we really believe in something, boldness comes naturally. I mean, you know, it, it shows up if you really believe it. You know, you want to tell people about it if you care about people. And so I just love that. And that does help you to overcome that shyness is knowing that, you know, these products, this business can impact people's lives in ways that you can't even begin to imagine. We could have never imagined how it's going to change our lives. Wow. I love that. Great. And Elizabeth Martin is a, is a part of uh, our organization and in uh, your organization. And uh, what a story she has with with MS, and um, not only getting incredible um, support, nutritional support that's been so beneficial for her, but just going on to pay it forward and have boldness. Uh, she's a great example of that. So I thought it was neat when you when you brought that up um, the other day. Um, and it should give us. You're right. It should give us with all the research and the science that we have. 62 years of longevity. You know that should that should give us that should help provide boldness, but it's a choice we've got to make. I agree with you. And let me, um, let me move to mom. And mom, let me ask you, tying right into that. Um, Dad, um, talking about having boldness. And uh, you've talked about the four-step inviting formula. And how has that helped you to be bold having a, um, a strategy, a format um, to follow in connecting with people? Well, you know, in the early years, we didn't have things laid out so clearly. And so usually, you know, I was doing things hit and miss. Just loving people naturally will ask questions, but at the same time, it helps to know to be focused with a streamlined formula, so to speak. And, and, and to me, the inviting formula is ultimately just a formula of loving people. And so anyway, questions really encompass the inviting formula. So it's a lot of it is just about improving your ability to ask questions. And, and if you don't know what you're, I mean, the only way to know what your prospect or customer or, or anybody, children, husband, friends, the only way to really know what they're thinking is to ask questions. I mean, if, and if they're not talking, you don't know what they're thinking. So we, it's all about asking questions to get them to talk. And, yes, you have to do more things than just ask questions, but ultimately you want, you know, am I making sure, am I asking enough questions to make sure that they're talking and not me? It's so easy for us to talk about us. No, we need them talking about them. And that's what love is anyway, helping draw out of them. That's, that's how you draw valuable things out of people that help them even evaluate their own lives is by asking questions. And so in our, um, you know, I, I work with a group of ladies and I work together, and one of the things that we're working on this next year is we're starting a question journal so that we can improve ourselves in asking questions. Um, but anyway, I just truly do love the inviting formula because, I mean, in there it's ask, connecting is asking questions and then bringing out their need. And then that triple opt-in, and you've done great videos on that, that triple opt-in 
gives you more questions to be even better at it. And there's other videos online. I think Alan's done one with five questions. And so we, should, we need to make sure that, not that we are learning, you know, 100 questions, but make sure the ones that, that are the most meaningful, that at least we have 10 under our belt, that no matter where we go, we're prepared. And, you know, the if I, would you, and, and uh, but and not to be afraid. Like Lawrence talked about boldness. I think sometimes we're afraid just to ask a question. It's just a question, you know. Yeah, people love talking about themselves. That's their favorite subject. So, <laughs> you know, you're going to make their day because most people don't care about people to ask. And so you're, you just don't realize by asking those questions how much you can impact people, whether they do need a life or not, that somebody stopped and asked about them and what their needs were and what their desires were and what their goals were and what their health is, how it's doing. You know, it can just dramatically impact people, that smile and those questions. And, and you know, Proverbs says, a wise man ponders how he's going to speak. And so having just a few questions thought up ahead of time is so important instead of shooting from the hips, which Proverbs tells us, he who is, you know, uh, lazy comes to ruin. You know, but just taking a little time to be diligent can make, you know, he who acts hastily, it says, comes to ruin. But just taking a little time to think ahead and, and, and use that inviting formula, learn those questions. They're simple questions. But it can dramatically change somebody's life and build you a huge business the more you use it, the bigger your business is going to go because it works. You know, be quick to hear, slow to speak. It works. And, and that's the way you avoid a lot of no's if, if you don't ask somebody if they want something if they haven't already told you they do. So if they've already told you they want to improve their health in this area, they want to improve, they'd like to get out of their job, well, when you offer a solution, then you've offered something they've already told you they want. That really avoids yeah. a lot of no's. And my favorite question when I'm go quote going for a close is to say, you know, in light of the fact that you and they had already said their need, in light of the fact you have this need, you know, and we've already talked about it a little bit, would you be interested in so and so? Or if I sent you such and such? And almost really almost never does anybody contradict the need they already said. It's already I've already well established it. So they say yes. I mean, it's just Yes. I mean, it just seems so easy, you know, like falling off a log if you follow the formula. I'm just, it's just so fun. <laughs> well, I love that you talked about first, um, Dad, um, praying for a spirit of boldness. Because um, it is so much easier asking questions than talking about ourselves. But even still, we got to have the courage to ask the first question. So I love that. Um, praying for boldness. Stepping out, connecting with people as the four-step inviting formula talks, you know, teaches connecting and by asking questions. So I want to encourage you, as uh, Mom and Dad said, the Getting Started Guide has the four-step inviting formula in it. And then there's videos um, in the New Life YouTube channel and in the back office as well. You'll find them that, uh, that, that further explain the four-step inviting formula. Okay, so moving along here, um, Dad, can you give an example of someone that you are prospecting lately and, uh, and helping them to um, kind of get past some, some challenges in their own mind to, uh, to realize what we have here. Uh, yeah, I'd love to. You know, I, I had a, a friend uh, and a customer of Neolife for a number of years, and, you know, he calls me up and he says, you know, I, he says, I'd really like to do this Neolife business, but I'm just not sure that I don't have that confidence, that belief that I can build it. And, you know, I said to him, I said, well, you're, I'm glad what, for what you just said because you're focusing on the right thing. You have to deal with that issue of belief and confidence or faith, whatever word you want to use. You've got to deal with that because what you believe shows up in your actions. That's what James 2 tells us. That's what common sense tells us. You can tell what somebody believes by their actions. And so, you know, I, and so we talked about that because I said, no one follows a leader who doesn't have confidence. And I said, you know, you've just got to realize that. So you've got to stop and make sure what you have in your hand. And I said, let me ask you this, Lauren. And, and again, he's the kind of people that are drawn to Neolife because, you know, here's a guy that came out of drugs and now he's a drug counselor. I mean, you know, he wants to help people. He wants to make an impact. That's the kind of people that Neolife draws, leaders. 
people that want to make a difference. And so I know he can do it. So, but we talked about it. And I said, look, I said, let me ask you this. If you believed after five, I said, there's no guarantees in neolife. As you know, what you produce is the money you make. And there's no limit on how much you can make. But if you don't create any volume, you make nothing. I said, but let me ask you this. If you were to work 10 hours a week, spending that time on meeting new people and prospecting them using our inviting formula, if you were to do that 10 hours a week, like a part-time job, would you do that for five years straight if you knew at the end of that time you would be making, you'd be getting a residual check of $10,000 a month? I said, would you do it? Would you persevere to do it every week for five, for five years? He said, absolutely. And I said, okay, so let's talk about how you can have that confidence then. You know, that's so darn important. And I said, I said, let me give you a, let me give you a quote from Warren Buffett. This is what the greatest investor in history, most people think. That is what most people call him. And here's the number one thing he looks at to invest money into a company. And our time is more important than money, right? Because you can make more money, but you can't make more time. So you want to pick the right investment of your time. And Warren Buffett says, this is what you look for in a company, the moat around them, you know, like those castles that have that, you know, bridge that goes over the moat. You have that area surrounding that castle, you know, water and alligators or whatever, you know, to keep people from getting it so that castle will last a long time and not be overrun. And what he calls that moat is, does that company have a product? that is leading in that industry? Is it the best? Does it have something that people want? And that moat, how big it is, is how much ahead of the competition it has. That somebody can't catch up quickly, because he's, you know, so, because he says, again, his, one of his second big principles is what? He says, you know, you don't want to invest in a company that you wouldn't stay with for 10 years. He said, if it's not good enough for 10 years investment, then that shows you realize it doesn't have what it takes to make it in the long haul. So those are the things you need to look for. So I said, let's talk about that. I said, because every company offers a product or service. And so let's see, do we have a moat for you in the health industry? I said, we started off a 10-year hospital university study with a breakthrough that just so happens to come, that whole food concentrate that came from that 10-year hospital university study, government grant started it, that product gives, comes from the food that science has shown. A big, large-scale science study showed the number one food that people are not eating in the United States that's causing the most early deaths and sickness is whole grains. And we have a breakthrough in that that's proven to work. We have clinical proof. I said, but again, you want a big moat. You want a company that's going to stay ahead. Could we... And nobody's even come up with a, a, a grain oil product like that, even today. But we didn't sit back and say that's enough. We attracted the father of chemotherapy to walk away from chemo to join our company to, after 10 years of research with our scientists to produce another breakthrough that was so big that, you know, that CDC and USDA researchers, when they saw our research showing what the product was done, they said, hey, we want to do a test of that ourselves. We'll pay for it. The government will fund this study in humans, but we want to test your product. And he said, go ahead, because we knew what the results would be. They tested it, sure enough, proved that it would raise people's immune system 37% in 20 days. And so I said to Lauren, I said, is that an important issue today? Do you know any product that even tells you it's been tested and proven to give 1% improvement in immunity, much less 37%? I said, we are so far ahead of our competition. And again, we just keep coming out with breakthroughs, as we heard at convention. And, you know, they've, they've got this long list of products that are coming out, you know. And so it's just amazing. I mean, we've got the only complete omega-3 on the market. And, and it's been proven to, to help cut inflammation by 68%. I said, how many people out there have inflammation? You know, this is amazing. This is what you have in your hands. And I said, so, I said, you know, the last principle I want to share with you is this, that I learned from Warren Buffett. And he says this, the biggest leaders are the people that say no the most. I said, Lauren, if you 
start this business, you make that commitment to give 10 hours a week, which is a normal, like a part-time job. I said, I can tell you right here and now, you're going to have all kinds of people that are going to come to you in your daily life, your kids, all kinds of people that have their goals, and they're going to want to cut into your 10 hours. I can tell you to fulfill their goals, and you're going to never fulfill your goal, which can help the whole family the most and other people make the greatest impact. So you're going to have to choose between the good and the best. Are you going to, if you can't treat this business like you would a part-time job, I said, Lauren, I know if you had a part-time job, you would show up. Your kids could ask you to do this. Somebody, a friend could ask you to do that. If you had to get to work, you would get to work and do those 10 hours. And if you could, you do those things around the other times you have. But those 10 hours should be set aside. So will, will you say no? Wow. Wow. Dad, that's amazing. So I want to, I just want to do a quick little recap. This is, you know, this is, I know you agree with me. If you're loving this, like, I want to ask you to dive in to this broadcast, broadcast this live on Facebook. I want to ask you to share um, your highlights, right? I know a lot of you are doing that. By the way, we had a little technical difficulty at the beginning, and I forgot to mention, please share your, uh, be sure to share where you're joining us from. Uh, engage in this throughout it. Everybody gets so much more out of it that way. So there are three points, and I hope somebody, I hope lots of you are, like, writing these down and typing them out and saying, hey, I'm committing to this, um, number one, number two, number three. So number one um, is the moat. Warren Buffett, again, as Dad said, greatest investor of all time. Number one, does the, does the company, does it have, like, does it have a moat? Does it have something really unique that's going to safeguard this company from the competition? Does it, set, does it set itself apart? And as Dad just gave example after example after example, we have unique products. We have 62 years of proving we have unique products. So, uh, and then number two was investing 10 years or more. And I think that's a big one, um, Dad. I'm so glad you're bringing that up. I know that was one of the biggest challenges I had um, in this business is so many distractions coming along, trying to derail me, you know, better paying in the short run. I mean, like many, many, I mean, <laughs> tons of multiples of immediate pay that would, um, that would be there on my plate, as you said, making a 10-year commitment. And I think people get derailed all the time. So I'm thankful, y'all. Having this kind of wisdom is what helped me to stay the course, um, to realize, you know what, I can't be distracted. And so, Dad, uh, I love how something you've been teaching for a long time, but tying that right into what Warren Buffett himself teaches. So um, I think that will resonate with people. And then number three I don't think we've we've gotten to that yet. Um, maybe you want to dive into that a little bit further. Number, what is number three? That best that ties into number two, that, but the, the best leaders are the ones that can that will say no the most. They've got to say no to other things, good things, so they can do the best and they can focus in on what they need to focus. But they've got to be able to say no, and that's his third principle: is the best leaders say no the most. Best leaders say no. Wow. Well, folks, I want to encourage you to think about what do you write down? What do you need to say no to? What are the distractions that are coming along? And, you know, the more freedom you get in this business, the more distractions that can come along. Now, it may be an opportunity, and that may be wonderful. I mean, again, I was able to take five years off and go do other things, so, so that's wonderful. But make sure, you know, you're saying, you're saying no so you can say yes to the best things in life. So that's awesome. Thanks, Dad. All right, folks, I hope you're commenting, you're sharing this, you're engaging in it. All right, now let me, um, Mom, let me ask you, can you share with us what are you doing lately to build your business? Um, it's been exciting watching you all go through different phases. Um, I know you and, you and uh, Dad at the very beginning talked about, you love this business, you can't get enough of it. At the same time, though, you've had different phases that you've gone through where um, this business has afforded you to be able to focus in on, you know, finishing homeschooling your children, um, getting children off to college, just lots of different phases where, you know, you came in and out as far as terms of the amount of time that you've invested. And really appreciate you and dad have, have really um, dove back into the business that you'll never walk away from. And um, you're even embracing and learning um, how to build the 21st century. And I think that through what I'm about to ask, you can encourage other people because I think we tend to think that, well, people have been at it for 20-something years 30 years almost for you guys, like, you know, well, of course they can succeed. 
And I think they forget that we all have to keep learning. And, Mom, you taught me that from the earliest age, and so is Dad. Um, you know, I was sharing with people this past week. I was talking to young guys who were at this camp with me, fathers and sons. And I said, you know, my parents set an example of listening to Zig Ziglar and personal growth and leadership development. Um, and I've, they've built in me a discipline to listen to um, what I needed to hear rather than maybe what I wanted to hear at the moment, you know, um, and uh, my personal growth and leadership development. And, Mom, I've watched you and Dad, and I'm going to focus on you for a moment, but I've watched you continue that because it never ends. It never ends. <laughs> Um, so share with us how you felt like everybody else was leaving you behind. And, um, you, you know, you felt like you were kind of stuck in the past while the world was moving into the 21st century of technology that you, you were felt ill-equipped and <laughs> you were, you were behind on it. So what have you been doing lately to build your business? Well, I was left behind. Um, everybody was doing so much better than me in the COVID thing this last year. Um, I was still behind, and everybody else was doing Zooms. And then, Josh, you had a talk with me in January, and I thought I already was – I was trying to get better, but, you know, I'd get on Zoom, and you couldn't see me because the lighting was so bad and my backgrounds were bad, and I had an old computer, and it didn't work. It was just awful. So I really did have quite a time being committed to doing Zooms because I was having to solve so many problems. But anyway, so I did start in February, got a group of ladies together, and we committed to doing this. And I I practiced a few times and then started weekly Zoom calls. And they've been awesome. We've been doing them since February, and, you know, it's created – momentum for us. It's providing opportunities just to invite. So even if someone, someone's friend or prospect or customer or member doesn't end up on the call, it gives them an ongoing reason to m- maybe make a one-on-one for later. So we're getting maybe, maybe someone doesn't get on the call, but we still get member, new members and new promoters and that kind of thing going on. And so that's exciting. I mean, I use it for that myself. And and, you know, it's – anyway, it's been neat. And then also this month, so, you know, we've been doing that. It's an ongoing commitment. And then for this month, though, we're doing it a little bit different. You, again, thank you for your ideas here and there. Um, you said, said, Mom, why don't you use the expo? Well, it was two hours long. <laughs> so we broke it up. It, I broke it up into three sections. So we did uh, Tom Hickey. Um, where he did the the basics of the shake and the pro vitality and um, and uh, Dr. Smith and then this week we're doing um, children's vitamins and uh, skin care and then next week we'll do skin care the second part and then cleaners but at the beginning of this week and the next one I want to make sure there's still a short summary of the basics of the pro vitality and the shake. So we'll start with either a video or I'll just do a short five-minute coverage before we go into the rest. And, and everybody's enjoying that, too, because there were such great speakers on the expo, I don't want to let that slip by. So that's been, that's been awesome to do. I mean, really, it's a great thing just to use. You could just even do one section as a one-on-one. You know, for the skincare, Polly Morrow does an awesome job. So anyway, I'm excited about doing that. I'm excited about Zooms for the future. I'm excited about doing more with them. You know, I'm just getting started. <laughs> you know, we're up in my workout room office, and uh, but Marjorie does her Zooms downstairs. And I tell you, when I walk down there, you'd think they were having a party. I mean, you would want to do the business just to hear those ladies. They're having so much fun doing those Zooms. It's just, it's just exciting, you know. I, I, when I went to conference, I met one of the husbands that I've known before and really like. And I said, man, those women are having a great time. I said, you've got to help your wife build a business because they are having a great time. And, and I want to go on a lot more trips with y'all. <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, I just hope this so many things you've shared that are just amazing and, and transformative um, today that can help people take their business to the next level or get started as many, uh, a lot of new people. Um, and uh, I just, you know, I hope that people here throughout all these stories just get started. You know, as you started out, Dad, pray for a spirit of boldness. Just get going. 
Um, and, you know, this business is not about, I mean, I love how, you know, all the training through the years growing up in this business, that this is for average ordinary people, you know, and even people may feel like they're below ordinary. You know, I would say there, there are no, or, no ordinary people. God's created you with unique gifts, talents, and abilities that only you possess, and, you know, and you can go out and change the world. But, but even in our weaknesses, um, God, you know, God wants to show up strong on our behalf. And this business, this whole model, it's not about being an expert. It's about the company has the experts. We're, we really want to portray ourselves, and, and we want to be just average, ordinary people who care. And I love, Mom, how you talked about having a big heart and just caring about others. That's all we need to be a professional at is our love. Can we love people? Can we serve people yeah. well? I mean, even getting on this call, I mean, again, you, you, you know, we, I, we didn't know if it was my sound that wasn't working, it was yours. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah. and here you're doing Zooms every day. And it was, you know, it was yours, I'm thankful. But, but I mean, you don't let that hold you back, you know, still tackling this technology thing. And nobody, and nobody has a problem anyway. They just say, hey, if we're struggling at something, then I can do it too. Um, the good news is now if the company was messing up on products and science, like, you know, mom and dad, we heard somebody <laughs> share that they launched a product at convention and before the product was launched, I mean, before the day was out, they had recalled the product. I mean, you know, those are the kind of things you cannot have, right? But when we mess up, when we mess up, it just, it just proves that this business is just for ordinary people to say, hey, I found something. You got to take a look at this. Nobody expects us to be the experts. You know, you have your other careers and jobs that you've built, but this is something you build on the side so you can go full-time and be an average and ordinary actually makes you more duplicatable. And so, Mom, thanks for sharing your fears and concerns. I mean, y'all, it was hard to get Mom, you know, to, uh, to, to start embracing technology. So if you're feeling that way too, um, jump right on in. And now Mom is so excited about it. And so... Mom, thank you for, uh, again, being able, willing to embrace new things at any stage and area of life. Mm -hmm. um, so next, um, can you share with us, how did y'all find, um, no, I guess I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, Dad, can you share with everyone, what was it like when you were in your concentrated building phase and prospecting um, that's allowed you to build this foundation that you've enjoyed, you know, getting a residual check now for 30 years almost? Well, you know, like you had said earlier, you know, uh, Margie had started a business way back of house cleaning workshops, and she even taught professionals how to do it, homeschoolers, how to best use their time to clean, and she's such a brain. She knows chemistry. She can help people pick out the best cleaners, and so believe me, when she says we have the best cleaners that work faster and better, she knows what she's talking about. So that's where she started with, doing those workshops and everything, and then it led to her looking at a magazine and finding a, a, a product, an industrial magazine she was looking at, that uh, purified the air. It wasn't uh, NSA. It was another company that had a, a, a product that could I could literally walk into a beauty parlor and clean up the air. And so we built a little business like that. It was an MLM, and we grew pretty darn quick. But when I saw Neolite, I said, this is what I want to do with my life. I can impact people's health. And, you know, and, and I love that other company. I mean, the president had come to our house. But when I saw what New Life was, I said, you know, you've got to give to get. And so we talked about it, and we said, yes, this is what we want to do. And so I sold that business. You know, I made a commitment. I had a year, that you know, to build a New Life business to support our large family. At that time, uh, seven or eight kids, you know, so eight. we just had our eight. Maybe. <laughs> but I made that commitment, and we sold that business, and I am so glad we did. Uh, you know, years you know, uh, years later, when I business, so, <laughs> God for another reason. You know, but anyway, so I made that commitment. You know, uh, I brought the family together. We talked about it, and you know, uh, we discussed it. And so, you know, I said, this is what we want to build, so we can have something more for you, and. Uh, and so we did that. And so, you know, to build a business, when I sold that business, I gave all those leads that I had worked at to that person I sold it to, because that's ethics. I, you know, I did not go after those, anybody that it was building a business. I let them, I let him, that person have it. I had to start all over. 
you know, thankfully we had some friends at church, <laughs> other friends that weren't doing the business. And so, you know, uh, I had to tell, we had, me and Margie and I had to tell those friends around us, you know, in church and other places, you know, if you care for people, you have to tell them about good things. That's what friends are for, <laughs> is to help each other and to fill in those needs that people have. It's not just sitting by and not saying anything, it's telling about them. And they don't know about it if you don't tell them about it. So we told all our friends, everybody, you know, you know that, because when you started your business, all those warm market was taken up. <laughs> and we ran out of our warm market, too, to build the kind of business that we wanted to do and have the kind of impact we wanted to have. And so, you know, this business is seeking, and you shall find. And so we started seeking new people, new prospects, to let them hear about these products and not just feed the people on the front line of the 5,000, but to keep on passing it down to more people. And so we did booths, which, you know, uh, led to us following up and then going to the, one of the person's houses and speaking at the church one time. And then that led to them doing a little magazine article about us, which led us to the Blaines, you know, and, and, and you know, to Dwight, and, you know, the Johnsons. I mean, you know, so that, doing that booth, just working it deep and working it time, spending time didn't happen immediately. Uh, we didn't get a lot of leads from that, uh, but look what came out of that. It took a while, but look what came out of that, doing that booth. And we've done a lot of booths that haven't done that well, but you've got to keep on seeking. You've got to keep on knocking. And so we did. You know, I, I'd pick up uh, magazines, you know, uh, things out of those newspaper stands. They sometimes have free ones, too. And I'd pick up those, and I'd start calling ads out of that. People trying to reverse sell, say, I see you're an entrepreneur. You know, would you be interested in a breakthrough product that I think could help you make make even more money and impact more people? And that's how we got the Greens, one of our directors, you know, that we love to death and travel the country. You know, just, uh, you know, we went to the Grand Canyon with them going to convention one time, and we had a blast with them and their boys. And so, you know, but that came out of me seeking it. And, 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 you know, now, man, with, Facebook and social media, it's so much easier to do it than it used to be. But, you know, but you've got to have that attitude that you're going to keep on seeking and keep on knocking. And, you know, if we had the three as free, I wouldn't have had to go past our friends because I could have just built deep using that three as free to build deep. But, you know, uh, one last thing I want to say is, is, you know, about that of seeking people. One of my heroes is the Krauses. And they had, in real life, they had a dream that they wanted to go to another country and live there for a while. And they knew nobody in that country. And they got, they asked for a referral. People hate asking for a referral. But they asked for a referral. Do you know anybody in such, such and such company, country? And they got a, hundred, a name of a list of 100 people. And they went, they took their family, went to that country by faith. And started asking those people. Not one of them said yes, but they got referrals from them, and they built a huge business. I mean, I met one of them at our leadership training camp, and he built a diamond-sized business. And when they found him, guess what? He was living in a trailer park, and probably the worst trailer it was an old bus that was ripped out. The only thing in there was a refrigerator and some beds, and he was on welfare, and he built a diamond-sized business. And, you know, because they kept seeking, they kept knocking, and they change, that will change people's lives if we follow those principles. And that's what we did. I love it. But I want to add one thing, though. And when Mars had that meeting with y'all, with the children, you know, because, you know, my health had turned around, and he goes, he says, you know, mom's health is back, and she can take over, you know, some of the jobs y'all are doing to run the house, or you can keep your jobs, and mom can put that time into building a business, and it will have benefits for y'all down the road. But I wanted to mention an important thing is that our family was particularly focused or poised for this because we had spent our entire raising of y'all, I'm a firm believer, and so is he, that it's better to give than to receive. And I didn't want to raise takers as children. I wanted to raise givers. So y'all were in a giving mentality that our family was focused on giving to others. Even with my health bad, we still tried to give outside ourselves. And so y'all were in that place of thinking like that. So he was giving a pep talk for 
for basically doing what we've been doing, but with a twist, you know? I mean, I'm just so grateful for that. And I just think it's something to remember that, you know, if we want our children involved, it's not just trying to make them be involved with Neolife. It's that, ad- what I love about Neolife, it's, a, it's an opportunity to give. You know, I, I love the environment of giving. You know, it's, I mean, if I think about my future, I mean, you didn't ask this, but, you know, I've, I'm done raising my my own children. You know, it's been over 40 years, 40 years raising children. That's a long time as a mom. And, you know, it's hard on moms when they're done, whether it's just 20, 25 years, it's hard on us to go into another phase. And I knew I had to be ready for it. And I do miss those years, but I've got to go on with new goals. And I joke, and it's not a joke. I have my goals till I'm 90, and then I'll reevaluate, you know. But Neolife is a huge part of those goals. They're, they're what allow me to not be all sad that the child-raising years are gone. I, get, I still got awesome, fun, wonderful things for the future with great people and I mean, lots awesome. to be discovered. <laughs> we wake up every day excited knowing we can change somebody's life. Like, mm-hmm. you know, by sharing these products, it changed her health and changed our family thus because we love her so much and it helped her so much in, in the business. And we know we can help people. And that makes life exciting when you wake up, yeah. knowing you can make a difference. You're not just going to a job to just get a paycheck. And it helps me, as we talked earlier, you know, where are those things that hold me back from being more effective? It helps me continue to stay on the cutting edge of that, you know, trying to keep streamlining my life for things that are on, to get rid of things that aren't necessary. Anyway. You can achieve things that are even greater. I love it. Um, Well, wrapping this up now, this has been an incredible privilege to be with both of you. Mom and dad, mom, mom and dad, love you guys. Um, Could you share with us, just in closing, any final tips, and we'll wrap this up since we are one minute from the top of the hour. Uh, you know, I think you have to have a sense of urgency. Jesus taught that. He taught, you know, you don't want to, keep, you know, you don't want him to come back and you not being urgent and diligent. And and you have to create that sense of urgency. And I think Marjorie had Marjorie. God helped Marjorie and I have that kind of attitude. to try other health products and they weren't going to work and they were going to give up on nutrition making a difference. People were going to done MLM so they could work together as a family and that MLM was going to go up like Advocare or produce a product that they were going to be embarrassed about like really happened to that company that you spoke about earlier. You know, and so, it, 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 you know, and I thought if I get to them too late, they're not going to want to try another MLM. They're not going to want Well, I'm not frozen. They are. Okay. Well, it looks like they froze out there. Uh, in fact, we lost them. But I love that point uh, in wrapping it up, to have a sense of urgency about us. Um, that, uh, as Dad said, if we don't reach them now, somebody else may reach them, and they may miss out. Um, Mom and Dad, you were wrapping it up, talking about a sense of urgency, that if we don't reach out to them, they, uh, they may uh, – spend their time and waste their years with something inferior uh, when we could have reached them with the best. And that certainly reminds me that uh, yeah. I was listening to a leadership call and they said, people want to be led somewhere. Either we will step up and lead them somewhere good where they can invest the time that they're going to invest regardless, right? 24 hours a day in something good, or they could be led astray. And they gave leaders by example, extreme leaders that we've all heard of in history that have led mass movements of people to their, you know, in a horrible direction, in a horrible place. And so if we found something good to be involved in, to participate in, Dad, back to you. I think you're backing up. We, we, we need to step yeah, up and lead them know, somewhere good. I feel like the reality is, is all of us, this is the truth, all of us won the lottery on one hand when we were born in America, the the, the the greatest free enterprise system that's the easiest to start a home business. People come here with that American dream, but it's so easy for us Americans not to realize that. I shudder thinking I've got to stand before God being responsible 
for living in this country. And, you know, we live in a country that, that people can afford our products easier than they can in Africa, but Africa is bigger than us. They have more customers than us in America. We haven't gotten as big as them yet. We should. And we've got the easiest way to start a business is in America, with, especially nowadays with all the technology. Add that. But we have, we have foreigners coming in, and they're getting the American dream. And so many other people are satisfied for the status quo, living a small life. But I've got to stand before God and say, did I multiply? Did, in Marjorie and I have this attitude, we want to live a big life, not a small life. It's so easy to be selfish and lazy and just live a small life. But God wants us to live a bigger life. That's what he talked about, multiplying the gifts. And meal life is such a gift. What are we going to do with it? Are we going to utilize it for God, for his glory? And then, Mom? just a, one more comment, is that in that urgency, we have to be committed to persevere and not give up. And we have to have a plan, a background plan. If we fall, how are we going to get back up? I mean, commit to get back up in advance and have a plan to get back up. What is your plan? What is your backup plan to make sure you're going to keep persevering? Usually, there's something we know that can particularly help us. For me, I'm just making sure I have my Bible time, making sure I have good friends that I can say, hey, pray for me, or whatever it is that you're going to use, have a backup plan to persevere and maintain urgency. You know, I have that chart that we get in the groups that, hey, I'm going to talk to so many people a week. You've got to have those things in plan for when you get a no, something negative happens, you know what you're supposed to do. And then when you get back to doing that and you get those yeses, you know, in those people's lives, calling you and thanking you for changing their life. And you'll never have a business or a job that will get you more of those people thanking you for sharing with them and doing and working this business so that you could have met them. Love it. Thank you so much, Mom and Dad. And uh, what Dad just spoke of, the tracker, is the success team tracker. Um, you can all print that out in the back office, whether you're on a success team or not so that you can track the, what mom referred to earlier, the three daily success habits, you know, one, two, three every day. And uh, you'll track that through the tracker. You can print that off. And if you want to join a success team, um, mom is a part of one, the, uh, the pro team every week, Monday evenings. If you want to join that, by the way, and that will provide accountability and support, so you can have that sense of urgency and have consistency as you go about, you know, building this business, um, you can uh, email successteams at neolife.com, and my assistant, Erica, will help put you on a success team with other people who are committed to, uh, you know, weekly encouragement, accountability, so that they can put in as dead, as you said earlier, you know, the three, the three points that Warren Buffett talks about, being with a unique company, you know, with the moat around it, being committed to it for 10 years plus. And uh, so we want to help you put that time in consistently, get the results that you want. And uh, the success team is also going to help you. The third that Dad shared saying no. It's going to help you stay focused so you stay in it. You may have intentions to be here for 10 years, but, um, you know, are you going to say no to all the distractions so that you can actually be engaged? Um, and for some, the beautiful thing is for some of you, you may say, I want to work this like Mom and Dad did for five years and then go into a re semi-retirement. They were committed for life. But um, when we say that 10, you know, some of you may say, you know, I want to give five. Five, I know I've heard you all talk about that. Five years, you can transform and change your life. But you got to follow these principles. Mom and Dad, thank you so much. I love you so much. Um, so grateful for the example you set for me. And uh, I'm so grateful that um, we get to encourage one another in the Neolife family. You know, I love that all of our promoters, you all, in throughout the Top Achievers, we're all in this together you know, to share these nuggets, share this wisdom that mom and dad just shared with us. And we're going to continue this series and continue to hear from our top achievers over the coming um, months and, of course, years. Thanks, mom and dad. Can I say one, can I say one last thing? Yep. Is think big, recruit up. I remember Jerry talking about it being, when he started MLM, working at a gas station, the richest person in his city drove through to get gas, and he did a meeting for me, asked him if he could do a meeting for him signed them up. So you wow. just, we need great leaders. You'd be surprised at, there is no better business 
you know, there's a lot of people making a lot of money that are looking for a way out of that corporate pressure or professional job that's, that's so time demanding on them and choking them. And this one can have more impact. So again, don't rule out anybody. The low people, you know, they can go to the top like me, you know, like God took the worst and raise them up. And I love that, but recruit up. Don't, don't neglect anybody. Wow. That's a great example. You never know who's waiting. Who is waiting? I saw that this past week. Somebody who had tried network marketing, had the rug pulled out from underneath their feet, really kind of gave up, got a bit cynical, but always, you know, they loved working together. They loved having a dream, a way to get impact and freedom, and they've given up on it. And we got to be those vehicles. We got to be that that person who will go out there and share. I love it. And, get, and recruit up. I would have I would have never dreamed they'd come back to me and say, we are very interested in this. Got a great career. Making, they're making a lot of money, but they don't have freedom. You know, they want family to be at the center of their life, not just their weekend, not just their evening. And the career is so demanding. It pays very, very well. You're at the top of his career. But he said, this is not what I want. This is not what I want. I want a business with impact, freedom, and um, maybe we've given up too early. <laughs> we knew it was great if we had the right company. Yo, we have the company. We have it. So thank you, Mom and Dad. You've given us the mindset and the tools necessary to go out there and to build big businesses. Y'all, let's do it with a sense of urgency. I am so excited about those of you that are um, you know, stepping up. We got a lot of step ups. We got a lot of people getting on the leaderboard. And that's what we need to go after um, this month, this quarter. Let's go out there and sharing is caring. Make a commitment to earn a medal because that'll be a great way of symbolizing that you are following these principles. You are out there sharing and caring and helping people. Help your team earn these medals. Um, and that next thing you know, you'll be stepping up in the business and you'll be full of stories. And these stories will be told uh, on these uh, leadership calls. Thank you so much, mom and dad. Love you guys. Have a great day, y'all.